everyone. This is Nathan Frederick, and welcome to the So You Wanna Be a Missionary podcast, where we talk about all things missions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe. We try to do a podcast once a week, and we drop it usually sometime on Tuesdays. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Nathan, and this is So You Wanna Be a Missionary. You know, it occurs to me this week that uh, one of the things that you need to have to be a missionary is a good understanding of God, obviously, right? And a passion for telling other people about what he's like. And one of the things that I've uh, found recently or that I've been talking about recently with, with you know, my, my, my particular mentor and my other friends is what's worship, And I want to talk a little bit about worship because John Piper says uh, missions exists because worship doesn't. And I like that quote. It means we have to go into the world and tell people about Jesus so that they worship him. If everybody worshiped Jesus, everybody worshiped the God of the Bible, missions wouldn't have to exist right? So really, missions is about proclaiming God's glory to the nations and proclaiming that glory so that other people worship him. People who don't know him start worshiping him. So you need to understand what worship actually is. So I'm going to talk about three different Old Testament scriptures here, all right? And the first one is Isaiah 29, 13. And it says this, their worship is based on the human rules they've been taught. So what I take away from that is worship is not human. (laughs) It's supernatural. And something supernatural happens when we worship. I think there's a couple of things that fall into this human category. One is when you're worshiping by rote, when you're doing something just because it's the right thing to do. There's nothing wrong with doing the right thing, of course. But if it doesn't engage you, if it's just something that you do over and over again because you're not really thinking about it, uh, then it it falls under, I think, human rules. And there's all kinds of ways this happens. Uh, You know, I I find myself in, in the music portion of our church service, oftentimes I space and I'm just not there because um, I'm thinking about something else. So I space through entire songs sometimes because I'm thinking about something else. I'm not engaged. And I've got to intentionally engage with God in order to be worshiping Him. Another human form of worship would be tithing, 10%. There's nothing wrong with giving your 10%, but there is something wrong if you're doing it by rote and you're not giving in any other ways. So that would be something that I would say is a human form of worship especially if you're doing it out of rote and not really thinking much about giving beyond that. Money can be a real bondage, and it can be a way uh, that that takes away from the glory of God. I mean, in my own life, you know, I, I say, okay, God, I'm going to be more generous when I have $10,000 in the bank. Then I get that $10,000 in the bank, and I think, well, you know, I'll be more generous when I have fifteen. I mean, it, it, when does it end I think it is human nature to kind of hold on to what is ours. And it's definitely cultural to hold on to what we individually have earned ourselves. Giving out of that to people in need is a good 
exercise in a good exercise of worship. Okay, so let's move on to the second point, understanding worship. Uh, um, Psalm 86, 9 and 10 says this, All nations you have made will come and worship before you. A couple things interesting about this. One is that the gospel is for all nations. It's not just for the Jews anymore, although the gospel did come from the Jews. Now we're all the priesthood, and all Christians are the priesthood. And so all nations, God calls to himself. The second part about this that's interesting is that it says all nations you have made. So God has a hand in making the nations as they stand today. And nations biblically usually means people groups or somebody with a unique, a group of people with a unique culture and a unique language. Usually that's what it means. And so all languages were created by God. All cultures were created by God. And all cultures are fallen and broken and need to be redeemed. But there's no one culture that uh, represents God. God looks at the world as like a mosaic where everything all fits together to create an image of him. And our cultures and our languages are part of this mosaic. And so in worshiping God, we need to recognize that all nations are called to do that. And they're all called to do that in different ways. Worship looks different in different cultures. I used to do this summer program for college students when I lived in India. And one of the exercises I would do with them is I'd write Christmas on the board and I'd make two columns and I'd say, okay, in this column, let's write everything we know about Christmas and everything we do. So Christmas trees, Santa Claus, presents, uh, you know, songs, special songs, lights, whatever it was, we wrote it in that column. And then I would say, okay, now over here, I want you to put the scriptural things about Christmas. What are scriptural and not cultural? And we really couldn't come up with any except Jesus was born. <laughs> and that's, you know, even that's disputed. I mean, Jesus was not born on December 25th. Uh, I mean, if you do some digging, you know, there's, there's all kinds of reasons why December 25th is now celebrated as Christ's, the celebration of Christ's birth. Um, so, you know, we don't have um, um, one culture as Christians. We have many, and we worship him in different ways. And in some cultures, for example, uh, they don't even know. In India, they don't even know when they're born. They don't take, keep track of their birthdays. And so celebrating Jesus' birthday, what? why would we do that? We don't do that in our culture. So worship looks different in different cultures. So as you go to proclaim the gospel in different cultures, recognize that it's going to look different. It's not going to look like the Western church model. And then the third scripture I have is Jeremiah 20:13. It says, Sing to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. And what I take away from this scripture is that God is biased toward the needy. <laughs> and that's true. I mean, I think you see that throughout scripture. God cares about the needy. So that all kind of comes back to the giving aspect of things, 
We give to the needy. Those of us that have something, give it to the needy. For me, one of the things I wrestle with is that I was born in America with a lot of resources. I have a house, and right now sitting in my driveway are three cars, okay? Um, I have so much. I have money in the bank, and uh, there are so many people in the world that don't have a fraction of what I do. So what am I supposed to do? Sell everything and give it away? Not necessarily, but I am to use the resources I have to worship God. For me, that means one of the, one of the things I, I, I harness is that I come from a country that's prosperous. And as a missionary, I can raise support from people. People have the income to be able to give extra to support me to go to the nations. And that's important. And again, that type of giving is worship, right? That type of receiving for me is worship because it's, it's, it's humbling to do that. But the resources I've been given, with, even me personally, for example, a stable family life. You know, I grew up in a stable family. I grew up in a loving home. I grew up and I still have good relationships with everybody in my immediate family. And those, my family supports me when I go, not necessarily financially, although they do. uh, They also support the idea of me going and they help me when I go. And that's a resource that everybody has. And so I want to maximize my use of these resources, uh, of, of, of having people in my life that make enough money in this country to be able to give some of it to me so that I can go overseas and live overseas or travel overseas in, in, in the, my current situation. And so the life that I've chosen has come easy to me because of the resources God's given me. And if I don't use those resources to further his gospel... I don't believe I'm worshiping God in one of the most essential ways. God wants people's needs to be met. People who are needy, their needs are met by people who have plenty. And so that's all part of it. And I'm not talking just about money, although that money is a huge part of it. I'm talking about resources. I'm talking about energy. I'm talking about time. God expects us, in worship of Him, to give our resources to the needy in some form. Okay? So, let's back up here. So, the three things are worship is not human. It's supernatural. The second thing is worship comes to all nations uh, through the preaching of the gospel to them. Um. And all nations and all cultures and languages have been made by God. And so that forms a mosaic that creates a picture of God and who he really is. And then there's God is biased toward the needy. He wants those who have plenty to give to those who have nothing or very little. So those are the things I want you to take away today about worship. Uh, that's, um, just scratching the surface of what worship really is, but you know, you got to start somewhere. And these are the three things I've chosen to start with. 
So thanks for listening today. Uh, if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe. And then you can visit my website, nathanfrederick.club, to join the club and learn more about what it takes to be a missionary. You can also find my book there as well, Safer Than an Own Way, which chronicles my start in Christian missions. And I'm always available to discuss or talk about being a missionary. And you can contact me through my website and we can set up a Zoom call or we can engage through email. But anyway, have a great week. See you soon. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember, if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe. And you can find out more about me and what I do at NathanFrederick.club. Have a great day.